0: Counterintelligence is produced by Forensic News. Support independent journalism at patreon.com backslash forensic news. Special thanks to Dana Berry, Andre Duncan, William Healy, Angela Jackson, Zacharias zscore Kaminsky, Sasha Millstone, Craig Pierce, Greg Schneider, and Jason Zimmerman. Daryl Lamont Jenkins, welcome back to Counterintelligence. How you doing, man? <laughs>
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing real good these days,
2: Daryl, let me ask you first, since uh, we were just talking about you're in a blizzard over there on the East Coast and I'm out west. how How was shoveling up
1: gone and subsided?
2: And now we're just dealing with the aftermath.
1: And um I went out on the road for the first time since yesterday, and the side streets are still a mess, but um, but overall i think we have overcome i think we'll be fine because the sun's out everything's melting so we're good
2: <laughs> it, it's i don't want to say it's some metaphor cuz that's too cliche but i do feel like there is something there with the whole election and what you just described that's what it made me think of you know like
1: well when you, well, when you think about when you think about everything um that 2020 has given us um it's kind of like a given that it will bring back the blizzard we have been skating for years, and here comes 2020, smacking us in the face with it again. Haven't seen snow in this area, at least in the area that I live in, for over two or three years.
2: Wow. You know, there was the—oh, I... go ahead, Daryl. Go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, I was decide- I decided against buying a snowblower because we wasn't <laughs> sure if we are going to use it. <laughs> and then 2020 reminded us that it was 2020.
2: <laughs> you know, on election day, there was literally a rainbow that came, I've never seen that before that came over the sky over my apartment. It was almost too perfect, you know, <laughs> like, uh, or it was on that Saturday when they actually finally declared the, uh, the, you know, that it was over. Uh, so anyway, I just found that fascinating.
1: Well, remember if you I'm a Christian. So remember that the rainbow is a symbol of God's promise that he will never do this again <laughs>
0: yes.
1: after the flood and all that. So.
2: And Daryl, for the audience, you're the founder of One People's Project, the anti-racist yep. organization that monitors the comedy stylings of hate mongers. I always liked saying that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what is going on with One People's Project? What Bring us up to speed. What's going on in your world?
1: Well the comedy still continues <laughs> and it comes to curse <laughs> and after last weekend, and we was down there in DC when all the uh, nonsense happened and we wrote a story about it um but we're do- we're doing a lot more than just that um we um it's more than just you know chasing after neo nazis and making them pay or whatever it's um we've been working with a group of other anti fascists from around the country and we're trying to do, um, a few more things, you know, a little more outward things so people can get to understand exactly what it is that the right wing hates about us so much. And one of those things, incidentally, is kind of like a national food drive if we can pull it off. Um, we're trying to get people to, um, donate food or, um, or set up locations where you can um, receive donated food. So you can give it to your local food banks, pantries, mutual aid organizations. And we're gonna do it on January 2nd, Saturday, January 2nd, just to start the year off right. So if, um, so basically if anybody wants to know anything about that, they can just go to um, um, talk to me or, or, or what we call the Anti-Fascist Unity Coalition.
2: That really sounds like a, a great event. Yeah. No. Go yeah, ahead. It's basically yeah. yeah. When you think about, I mean, when you think about, we've been
1: hearing nothing but these um these organizations have been really depleted over the year and um and during the holiday season it was really um. N- nose to the grindstone so to speak so we just want to basically make sure that they're going to be fine over 2021 go to daysofunity.org i forgot to bring up the website go to daysofunity.org and you can um learn a lot more about it just hit the about um hit about on the menu and you'll see all the information about it
2: you know it's, be involved yeah <laughs> it's not exactly be involved actually since we last spoke which gee i don't know it might have been a year or even more it's funny. I, so I've been doing a lot more field reporting, and th- through I mean, I, I guess it's just it is kind of funny to me in a way because I I really saw um, what it's like to be out there. Like you, you know, not I don't I don't do what you do, but in a different way. Like confronting these people and being in these situations, and I actually found it a lot of fun. I see I see why you love it. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I do the happy warrior thing all the time. I think this was the year when things got real with that, though, because mm-hmm. whenever, I mean, after George Floyd was murdered, you basically just saw a lot of people saying, you know what, we gotta stop this. Mm-hmm. We have got to stop this. There is no excuse in the world for it. So everybody came out. For um, Yes, things flared up in places um, to underscore fact, but, um, but bottom line is m- most people came up and said, we want a solution. To this problem at the very least and I think we're gonna get it I think we're gonna get that solution so um, but it just it's just a matter of just staying vigilant on it
2: I think so too I think there was a brief moment where these characters were you know throwing their deplorable and kind of like making their debut and that that's over I think Uh, yeah
1: it's over but I mean there's anything that 2020 has done it's revealed that element for who they are. I mean, you would think that um over the past 4 years, a past 3 years prior I should say, um it what they revealed themselves really. I mean, we really saw them for who they are then. But when they started killing people in the streets like or or when the police and this is a little known situation um when the police basically a domestic bi- tried to strong-arm a domestic violence center in Wisconsin oh. just because they had a um, Black Lives Matter banner on their um, on their wall oh my God. and helped by the police who took twenty five k out of the budget of that domestic violence center, you realize that you're dealing with something that needs to be dealt with.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not just even uh, familiar. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, let me um, i let me explain this. Cause I threw it out there. Sure. Um,
1: I cannot recall the. I think it's called either embrace. I think it's called Embrace. That's the name of the Domestic Violence Center, and mm-hmm. it's in Wisconsin. All they did was put a banner on their wall that said Black Lives Matter. They got contacted by the township saying that they um were because of that they was going to um withhold twenty five hundred twenty five thousand dollars out of their budget. And then the police department in that area said they was no longer going to um refer anybody to their center. Mm-hmm. Now, that's mafia nonsense. <laughs> and that is precisely the de- that is really the definition of a violation of the first amendment. I mean, yeah. the government basically said you cannot say this. This is what happens when you say this.
2: Yeah, I'm not like I'm not an attorney, but that sounds like like a blatant violation of the first amendment.
1: Well, I can't tell you that the GoFundMe page for this um, organization definitely um um did twenty five k. So um people people were upset. Those who know about it, and I'm going to my laptop now so I can um let you know exactly what the um Barron County, Wisconsin.
2: Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah,
1: Wait. Barron County, Barron County, Wisconsin, and they lost their they lost their funding over that um the support of Black Lives Matter.
2: You think something so simple as just putting up a a, a banner or a it's just that's crazy. Uh it,
1: it, well, yeah, it is crazy and that's why people have been out there. I'm looking at their GoFundMe right now and it's 101k. Right okay.
2: Now. It's you know, it's funny. And um, yeah, no, go ahead, Daryl.
1: And the group is called Embrace. The um the women's shelter is called Embrace.
2: It it sounds like a worthy cause and I'm I'm sure that in addition to raising 100k or more I'm sure there'll be a uh, lawsuit that can be won with more money.
1: I would hope so. I would hope so, because I think one of the biggest problems that we have had is that we don't push back on um, institutions that pull this kind of stunt. The police should be held more accountable, as we keep saying in the streets, and townships that do this kind of thing should be held accountable, or at least should be removed from office have no business trying to tell somebody that they cannot support um a campaign or what have you or even say that they believe that black lives matter you you're not doing that that's part of one of the That's part of why the problem is going to be in big trouble um as in the next coming couple of weeks after what happened in dc last (laughs) weekend
2: yeah i mean we have reports that um uh, they well obviously you're you're you were you you'll comment on this but one yeah. uh said he went to the white house other ones were causing a you know, stabbings and shootings i mean what what happened in dc
1: well the stabbings well there were stabbings of course uh yeah. the, it's it's a sign of uh it's a sign that they have escalated things now they they, now they stabbed a couple of people um last month and they haven't done that before um I mean they've they've assaulted people, they've hurt people, they've gone to jail for it. Um but this is the first time they actually used lethal means to um to push themselves forward. So this time they did it again, but since they escalated things, the other side escalates and they started stabbing too. <laughs> So now we're really going to have to do something about it. Um, in regards to the whole thing about the White House, Enrique Tarrio, well, his real name is Henry Tarrio, Um he had uh, suggested, implied that the president had invited him to the White House, and all he was doing was taking the White House tour.
0: <laughs>
1: that's all he did. And, and that's one of the reasons why I keep trying to tell people Proud Boys lie. Yeah. And because basically everything that they have done over the past four years of their existence has lied into it. So, I mean, even the Black Lives Matter thing, Enrique Tarrio was was in a recent article, just came out today, bragging about how he was among those that tore down the Black Lives Matter um, banner Mm. off the historically black church, um, Asbury AME. And he was saying that it's not, of course, the standard, it's not about race. It's about communism, that kind of thing. The oh. same thing that, that churches probably heard in the 60s when they were supporting Martin Luther King. Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's <laughs> funny. I'm working on this article right now. Uh, wh- well, I don't want to give anything away, but I was do- do- while doing my research, I, I go to YouTube and I pull up this video. And it's who? Who is it? It's my friend Daryl confronting uh, Richard Spencer and Jack Posovic. at
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that that beautiful video. <laughs> it was beautiful,
2: uh, Daryl. That was
1: that was funny too because that um, that was when I first met pasovic <laughs> and um, I really didn't know who he was at the time. I kind of sort of got an idea. All I had to do was see the Czech flag, and um, and that was all I needed to um, know about anybody in that group. And there was a couple of other players out there. So Lee Stranahan was actually out there too, um, but I think he was just there covering it. Um, but yeah, had a little bit of an issue with uh, with Spencer blocking me with his sign. And uh, the Clark brothers were there. Incidentally, um, if you if you saw that video, you recognize that I had um, got into it with one of the guys. One uh, he was wearing the sunglasses and all that. Hmm. Do you, do you remember him I, at all?
2: I, I, it, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I do. I do.
1: I got, I got on him because he was um, using the n word on Facebook. Uh, yes. Okay. He is. His name is um, Jeffrey Raphael Clark, and his brother. I didn't see him there that day, but his brother Edward was um, is usually around with him, mm-hmm. and they were both in Charlottesville. And this was only like the second time I met him. When the tree of life shooting happened in Pittsburgh, um, beforehand they were corresponding with the shooter on gab. Mm. And what happened was a couple of weeks later as the investigation started to reveal that, and as um, police um, started talking to everybody, Edward Clark went into the woods and killed himself, shot himself. Jeffrey Raphael Clark got picked up by the police because, um, for drugs and marijuana not too long after. They were worried about those two.
0: This episode of Counterintelligence is brought to you by IT Pro TV. Start or grow your IT career with online IT training from Pro TV, and we have a special offer for counterintelligence listeners. Sign up and save 30% off all plans. A recent MIT study found that IT occupations have grown by 19.5% between 2004 and 2019. That's more than eight times the growth rate than for other jobs over the past decade. While earnings growth for those with college degrees has somewhat flattened since 2000, earnings have actually grown significantly for individuals working in IT. It's never too late to start a new career in IT or move up the ladder. And IT Pro TV has you covered from CompTIA and Cisco to EC Council and Microsoft. More than 4,000 hours of on demand training. Engaging hosts present information in a talk show format. They're live every day, and shows go studio to web in 24 hours. Courses are conveniently listed by category, certification, and job role. Stream IT Pro TV courses live and on demand worldwide via Chromecast, Roku, Apple TV, PC, or their iOS or Android apps. Learn IT, pass your certs, and get a great job with IT Pro TV. Visit IT Pro TV counter for 30% off all plans use promo code counter at checkout that's it pro tv slash counter and use promo code counter at checkout it pro tv slash counter and use promo code counter at checkout and save 30% off all plans
2: I remember that yeah you you really um so you really spent half this for your job unfortunately you spend some time around some real uh real real I don't know what the word is for these people winners yeah yeah winners <laughs> let's go with winners
1: uh, yeah and we're tired of winners.
2: <laughs>
1: I, re- I remember um, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it gives you an idea. See, one of the things that I, um, one of the reasons why I love just the whole thing about doctrine basically comes from the fact that I really don't like having this information and not putting it out there. Because if something happens where those individuals that I'm looking at mm. ends up killing somebody, ends up hurting somebody or causing some damage, I got to live with that. i got to live with the fact that I could have told somebody. So, I mean, when I started um, doing this, it it basically came from the idea that I am pretty much responsible for these characters in some way. So if I know, so it's kind of like if you see something, say something, Mm -hmm. I see a lot. (laughs) So I say a lot.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And look, uh, we we all know the stories that uh, federal law enforcement for a variety of reasons just, Uh, Hasn't not only hasn't taken it seriously, but has put the I know, like for example, journalist uh, Ken Klippenstein has reported about how the FBI had prioritized like uh, groups that have no aren't dangerous and have no presence at all. You know, like things like that have been going on. So who's going to do the work?
1: Um, Yes, see that. Now we hope we hope that that changes in um, next year. Mm -hmm. If, If if anything, I don't want it to be just hope. I want to be right in the middle of it, helping it along. Um, In some fashion, um, they're going to have to do something about the Proud Boys. They can't, they couldn't, Biden couldn't bring them up twice in presidential debates and nothing happens. I think there is something coming along the way of the Proud Boys. I don't think we're going to be talking about them a year from now, at least not as much as we are now. Um, And I think they think that they're untouchable. Yep. That's one of the things that I got from Enrique Atario bragging about how we took that, uh, took that um, banner down, even though the, um, I guess we see the defense or, um, or the city of the, um, Washington saying that they're investigating it as a hate crime.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's up there stepping forward and said it's me. <laughs> the- when it really wasn't him, there was a couple of other people that was taking down that banner. He was just leading the charge.
2: Oh, so he—he he just wants this guy. Really wants attention and in, in a bad way. Well, he can get the attention. I mean, yeah. I, like I said, I don't think he
1: realizes um, that there is going to be a lot of people um, that he thinks is going to save him that won't save him yeah. or the, his Proud Boys or Gavin McInnes, who tries to really lay low in this day um, these days, <laughs> even though we still associated with the Proud Boys.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, like unless in terms of getting a pardon, you can't get a pardon from Donald Trump unless you can offer him something and he's these guys are they're not player they're not like they're too low a player to be able to get that kind of stuff. They're uh, the
1: low-hanging fruit. Yeah. They are the people I mean even there was nothing that Donald Trump can really do to save um the Proud Boys in this, especially since a lot of them are facing state charges, but we we're just investigating. We're just investigating now. There there is no, they can't um they can, he can't do anything until uh, all is said and done, and all is said and done um, will be after he's gone. So, I mean, he, he'll, he'll probably try to do something in um, in the upcoming um, months. Who knows? But bottom line is, the Pro Boys are finished. Hey, look, they just don't know it yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and on that note, I saw a video. Is it true? Because let me know if this is true because you said they lie a lot. Is it true that in their initiation they have to shout out the names of breakfast cereals? That that part
1: is true. Yes, that part <laughs> is true. Yes. I saw they that. do that. Yeah, that's the second degree. The,
2: that's the hey. second degree. <laughs>
1: that, <laughs> they, 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 um, there's degrees of proud boys. The first degree says that you got to say I'm a proud Western Silvanus and I will not apologize for creating the Western world. Never mind the fact that Pretty much most of the Proud Boys probably didn't have anything to do with creating in the Western world. The second thing is the breakfast cereal. I forgot what the <laughs> third thing is off the top of my head, but the fourth thing is real fourth degree is um, really important. That's the one that says you have got you have to engage in some sort of physical confrontation with the enemy. Oh. Yeah. And that and, and Enrique Tarrio tried to tell me when I was community service, and that was his fourth degree proud boys lie
2: <laughs> i see yeah so i, w- I want to ask you as well uh, we did have an election so i guess i want to know like what are your thoughts going into uh 2021 now what do you think is going to happen
1: um there's going to be some changes um but i think um there is going to be um a lot of things that might stay the same, a lot of things that we're still going to have to fight for. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Uh, mm-hmm. I think um, there's always going to be those contentions. I mean, things were pretty tense between um, mainstream Democrats and, and progressives. And that, that rift has to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, will it be fixed? We, I, it remains to be seen, but aside from that, I think everybody right now is breathing a sigh of relief. And, <laughs> People really want to see what can we do in the upcoming year to make sure that this never happens again. Because the truth of the matter is the Republican presidents have become increasingly worse over the past 30 years. Mm -hmm. And if Trump was this bad, what comes next? Yeah. And we have to figure out how to prevent that from happening. That means we got to put in work, and we'll have to put in work over the next two years because midterms are coming up, mm-hmm. and midterms may twist everything around before we even get a chance to do anything if we don't do it now.
2: I really encourage people to look at the the next four years as like, 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 like basically like what you said. Like, you have to look at it almost like. I don't know, you have to look at the day that, that Biden is up for re-election. Like, you cannot, we can't let our guard down is what I'm trying to say, because like you just said, we don't know what's going to come afterwards. And, and they're going to come on, uh, when I say they, I mean uh, those who wish to transform this country into something fundamentally unrecognizable to, to the rest of us. Uh, they're going to come on stronger than ever.
1: Exactly. And here's the thing. Um, We're talking about the Proud Boys right now, but there was more than just that at that rally, and I wrote about this Hmm. on um, Idavox. There was also, when you think about the fact that um, this was sponsored by somebody by a group called Women for America First. First of all, if if America First comes out your mouth, I'm just thinking anti-Semitism.
2: Yeah.
1: Period. Because that's what America Firsts were back in the day, back in World War Two days. If you're invoking that, and by the way, when I seen the Proud Boys uh, last year uh, promoting America First, they was holding the America First flag from World War II so we know what they're about. Mm. When you start, when you start hearing America First, you got to start worrying. And through the form, there's an anti semite, Holocaust denier, young kid, 22 years old, by the name of Nick Fuentes. And he runs a podcast called America First. And he had his so called Groiper movement there. And they pretty much um more or less tried to take over the rally. Mm. And they was talking about um they're gonna destroy the GOP. Um and it wasn't and it wasn't just Nick Fuentes, it was also people like Scott Greer, formerly the Daily Caller. These were well known white supremacists at this point now. Mm. And they was at this rally. It was Scott Greer. It was um um Vincent James Fox, um, from Red Elephants, it was um um Patrick Casey from Identity Europa then a later American identity movement, and then there's some others whose names I can't remember right now. Jack Posobiec was there, mm-hmm. he spoke. Um and and um when you start seeing them, they're harassing um a a, a pro-Trump drag queen, as she as he walked by, yeah. um, then there was um, the, and it wasn't just them. There was also an anti-Catholic thing going on. They were passing out anti-Catholic tracks. Not this particular mm-hmm. group, but other people in the um, in, in the rally were passing out anti-Catholic um <laughs> tracks. Bear in mind, Biden is going to be the only the second Roman Catholic to be president, and these folks um. Are even more of a danger because they're going to be in the boardrooms where the Proud Boys are going to try to play in the streets.
2: Yeah. Let me ask and, something: do, do these people have, like, I mean, I'm, I'm totally serious, like, do they have, like, a life? Like, what is the point of their life? their life? This is their life. This is their life. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Um,
1: and the thing is, they want to angle themselves in politics. That's why they were there. And it, it's always been a problem yeah. because. Even before Trump got into office, um, we were telling you that this is the element to look out for. These are the folks who want to take it out of the streets and into the Beltway. Which they they did. Matter of fact, they was always in the Beltway, but they started losing their ground as we started um, getting in there. But now they're really pushing for it. So so they are the ones that I'm really concerned about.
2: They were able to place – I mean, they were able to place – Basically, Stephen Miller, the, the who is the most prominent, that I'm aware of, person that well, maybe except for Trump, who has these beliefs into the the, 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 the top levels of power. Uh,
1: you, you know, it's funny. Yeah, he's probably the most prominent, other than maybe Steve Bannon and Sebastian mm-hmm. Gorka, another one who was at that rally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he's uh, in office right now. He, they are the uh, not maybe not the most prominent, but probably the most vocal about them. I mean, um, Stephen Miller has a history going back to when he was in college, um, and um, bringing in white supremacists like um, uh, what's his name from V. there, Peter Brimlow mm-hmm. from uh, to, uh, to 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 do campus to Duke university to speak. So. Um, so that's Stephen Miller. And not to mention, he was also friends with Richard Spencer back in the day, yeah. back in his Duke University days. So we have all of that in office right now. But now what we see is even after Trump is gone, we're going to have Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, <laughs> if, who uh, makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, she's in pictures with white supremacists. Regularly, mm-hmm. so is Kelly Loffley. Even a matter mm-hmm. of fact, the same white supremacists regularly. Mm-hmm. And um, and if they get and she's all and Kelly Loffley was already there. Mm-hmm. It's time to get her out. That's what everybody's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And when so basically, what we have to do in the next year or so is yeah, cheer on the fact that Trump is out of there. But it's also time to start getting rid of a lot of people who thought like who think like him. That element is still prevalent, and it's got to go. And, and um, it's, yeah, gone.
2: no, gone. and I was just to say there has to be a full commission and accounting, like for like basically what you do, which is a confronting and exposing people. But that has to be done. Uh, like, for example, this Julia—I think it was Julia Hahn who worked in the White House, who Michael Edison Hayden reported is tied to White Nationalist Stephen Miller. Like their names. What I'm saying is their names, like what you do, have to be out there. In print, these are the people they uh-huh. worked. They had these positions. This happened, like it happened. You know.
1: Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Every year, I try to go to the Conservative Political Action Conference. I go to CPAC, mm. and um, I don't know if I said it to you in the past, but I must. But basically, what I tell people is, um, that's my hunting ground. That's where they all show up. Now, the fact that they moved CPAC this year to Florida. Oh. <laughs> means that, that that hunting ground is going to be stocked.
0: <laughs> Fresh fish.
1: <laughs> and, and I'm like, I, I'm going to come up with a whole bunch of um, venison by the time I'm done. What? If I was to go down there, all the problem is I'm not going down there because of COVID, but yeah. by the same token, I don't want to miss anything either.
2: Do they let you in when you go to CPAC or, or are you just outside? I pay yeah they let me in they oh they I, let, they, they let
1: me in cool. oh oh no, even after I got into it with Andrew Breitbart they let me in
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to credit them with anything but i I love that you're in there
1: oh no no the, the, I mean there are actually some people um in um within the organization that know who I am and so long as I don't try to pick any fights, mm. with the exception of maybe Andrew, with Andrew Breitbart, mm. I'm good. Yeah. Um, and I even get a discount because I'm a veteran. So but, <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there was early. No. I used to go in as press. I used to go in as press back in the day. But then I said, you know what? I need to get in there and I need to not be hassled when I get in there. So, and things started getting a little bit more dicier once Obama became president. So um, I wonder why. Um, so um, so I just started saying, okay, we're going to get in there legit. That's- I do not want any drama when I try to get things done.
2: Yeah. No, no, because, yeah, you're there, to, that's, you're there to get things done.
1: Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: and, and 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 without fail,
1: these characters are there, um, and, and um, sometimes they're taking the podium. Peter Brimlow spoke at um, one of their presentations, so, um, like I said, hunting ground.
2: Yeah, he uh, lives in a town where my friend lives in the same town, and it's. I know she's just, she's just disturbed that he's just he's there. I mean, he's, he's just, he's there doing his thing a couple miles away from her. That's disturbing.
1: Um, (laughs) I think it's only, I think it's only a matter of, um, us stepping up and asserting ourselves and then, um, they won't be doing their thing.
2: Yeah. So anything people can expect from, uh, one people's project this year, other than what you talked about, anything you want to promote or let people know that's going on right now?
1: Well, a lot of people have been asking to, um, get involved and, um, what we're going to be doing is, um, having a zoom conference for all of those folks. And, uh, it's probably going to be sometime in the beginning of February. And, um, so if anybody, um, wants to be involved, they can just hit me up, um, one and just tell me what their um what they're interested in doing and how it is they feel like they can contribute or whatever. But we do need more people. Um, we need more people around the country who want to be a part of this work, research and reporting, you know, um, because, because, um, I would say it's getting dicey out there, but I'm still holding out hope that the diciness has kind of subsided a bit. Um, but it is going to depend on us to make sure that, uh, um, it stays that way.
2: Right, and there's all kinds of ways to get involved in this work. You don't have to be out there like like Daryl is face to face with some of these characters. You could be at home on Facebook, gathering re- intel, research.
1: Yes, our 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 work is really COVID safe. Yeah, uh,
2: <laughs>
1: we, <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, it's it, sometimes it's good to be out there. Sometimes it's good to take the um, um, take the initiative and just go out there and um, and be at the rallies, be in their court appearances, even. Um. But you don't have to, you don't have to, um, risk yourself either via COVID or just being out there so that they can, um, put you on blast. But no, we just simply need people to get involved, do outreach, let people know what's going on. Um, send people our way if they're trying to learn more and, and, um, and even help people, um, learn more, provide, provide the information that they need to understand what's going on. That's, basically
2: what we do. Darrell Lamont Jenkins, so great having you on the show. And uh, I'm looking forward to 2021 and, and doing more shows with you.